Hello to both our listeners. Thanks for choosing to listen to the first episode of the new season of the Fantasy Football Surgery Podcast. The Iceman has requested that I do this post-recording recording to introduce the first episode with an apology. An apology for the poor sound quality that is a result, like the Iceman's Fantasy Football season, of poor planning, poor knowledge and poor execution, resulting in a disaster. So we apologise for the poor sound quality of this recording. I hope you can listen to it whilst on the toilet or your drive to work or on the train. Next episode will be of a much higher quality and standard and I can get back to playing my FIFA game now. Thanks again and hope you enjoy listening. Hello and welcome back to the eagerly awaited, well I say eagerly, but it's returned anyway, it's the Fancy Football Surgery Podcast. If you're a returning listener, you know the score already. For those FBL addicts tuning in for the first time, I hope your commute, your cubicle time during work or your Saturday morning is just lovely. And you enjoy the FPL related background noise we're about to offer you. You'll be listening to our surgeons dissect the EPL being your Ozil to your fancy football squads. Suggestions, tips and advice will follow with the slight possibility of banter and mild entertainment. Right then, so the new season of 2016 into 17 will be commencing in just a matter of days now. It feels like forever since Leicester won the league, Aston Villa were disgustingly awful, LVG threw himself to the floor, big hitters Chelsea flopped and Old Trafford's near miss. With a new EPL logo, New managers, new signings, new stadiums, the Tesco Stadium, seriously. Um, But the same old panel to coach you through this new and exciting FPL season. So, with stats, knowledge, as vast as his arms, and as boring as the tone of his voice, I'm as Hollywood, it's the Iceman. Thanks, Rosie. And we have our man whose colour of his hair is equal to the burning passion he has for FPL. It's our runner-up, the Beardman. I see, you alright? I thought his first loser... Well, runner-up, first loser. A little recap um, on last season there. Brookie came second in our league. I'm, uh, I'm beardless now, mate, aren't I? So I'm not sure I can get away with that name anymore. Uh, you have, you've got the remnants of a beard there, mate, I think. So we'll, 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 we'll go with babyface. <laughs> Ma- mate, ba- you're not ba- quite ba- babyface ba- yet. No. Maybe that's more appropriate, I think. I'm going for the fresh look for this new season ahead. OK, well, new season, new uh, facial hair look for the beard man slash babyface. And last but not least this evening, it's the surgery's top dog, our head huncho, our leader-in-chief, our Big Mac, our Charles Xavier, our Lewis Hamilton, our James Corden, our Captain oh, Miller, oh. finishing the top 300 last season, the man whose nutrition advice of KFC morning, noon and night has made Aguero <laughs> fat, it's Big Time Charlie Parker. Ooh. 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 Hello, guys. Ooh. Hello, winner. Thank you, thank you. Yes, welcome back, Parker. Well, you've got to big him up because he did very well last season, so I thought he deserved a bit of a grand en- entry. Where credit's due. Exactly. Thank you, you boys. Unfortunately, I'm Woodsy and I'll be hosting um, our first episode in this new season because the usual host, Bullard, is not here, so it's me. So I think this evening, for the first episode, we're just going to go through position by position, offering a few suggestions of goalkeepers, defenders, midfielders and strikers, and maybe give you a few tips as to who we'll be selecting for our 
squad of 15. So starting at the back then, chaps, who's got a goalkeeping choice? Okay, well, I'll start off. I think there's a couple of options this year. I think uh, Chelsea could be a good one. Conte, as you saw in the Euros, very defensive-minded. Traditionally, Chelsea have always been pretty solid at the back, so I think he'll bring that back to them. So I think Courtois could be a very good option. Czech, last year, top scorer, is another really good option. Um, so those are two, I would say, big names that I'd certainly be looking for one of those two in my team. And then I think it's looking at some of the cheaper keepers. So one of them might be Hennessy, because McCarthy's now gone to Southampton. So Hennessy is probably the clear number one. So he's less of a risk now than he was last season. So I think he could be a good one. And he's also he's also coming off the back of a good well, um, Euros, actually, as well, I thought. Yeah, 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 yeah good, good Euros. Confidence is high. I think Mandanda has actually joined Crystal Palace now and he would probably get the nod over Hennessy you know the oh, interesting. the French goalkeeper you didn't know that maybe there you go see we're helping already <laughs> helping confuse maybe couple of good suggestions there Parker you didn't mention Euros winner Larice though who looked absolutely solid at times yeah I, I think he's another very good option I think Spurs are always good at the back. Pochettino sets up good teams. For me, and I don't want to come away from this too quickly, but it's going to be really interesting this season because there's a lot of big managers and a lot of big teams, and a lot of them are going to have to fail. If you look at it this year, you've got Wenger, Mourinho, um, Guardiola, Klopp, Pochettino, Ranieri, Conte. You've got like six, seven, eight big managers. Koeman at Everton investing a lot of money. You've got like... Big managers there, Billich. Yeah, well, going to the some, new. Uh, some of them have to fail. Let's go extra. Let's go extra stadium. So some are going to fail, and their jobs will go because of it. So Wenger, it's a it's gone season. already. How, how much is Lloris? Is he six million? No, he's five point. Yeah, that's that's surprising. Uh, have they changed the bonus um, point scheme at all? Is that why they're cheaper? Or no, I think it's still. A, no one knows. I think it's still still the same. I haven't uh, read anything different. I did go through the rules. It's all the same as last year. Yeah, well, I was looking at um, a nine million combination between two goalkeepers, rotating them. Yeah. And I was looking at Foster and Heaton. I don't know, was it Heaton, Stu? Didn't you get stuck with him with a forfeit, was it? I think the forfeit was going to be one of the um, the promoted, promoted. sides, yeah. Um, I've See, actually got oh, two yeah. in my squad at the moment, mate, so I've covered that base. <laughs> yeah, well, brilliant. Well, I don't think he's actually a bad option. Uh, I look at their fixtures and West Brom and Burnley rotate quite well earlier on. Yeah. So I think I'll be going down that route. And w- was it Middlesbrough or Burnley <coughs> that kept the most clean sheets in the Championship last season? One of them. I think they were both pretty solid last year. There's actually a few good 4.5 options. You've got Valdez as well, once of Man United, who've, who's at Middlesbrough now as well. So there are some decent 4.5 options. As James mentioned as well, what's his name? Mandana is uh, 4.5 as well. So there's some good choices. Um, you've got one of the other big hitters as well, Man United's De Gea as well. They kept 18 clean sheets, didn't they, last season under LVG. I'd, I'd say he's a big shout. I think he's actually the most selected goalkeeper at the moment in the prep stages of FPL. I think he's over 40% ownership at the moment. So he's obviously a popular choice as well. So there's a lot of big hitters and a lot of decent cheap options. So it'll be interesting. I think for problem to get De Gea again is is that his defence in front of him is a bit suspect I think and it's probably the weakest out of the top defenders with, uh, with, yeah with Jose, I agree with Jose he's going to shore that up with uh... oh so, there's a gag there he's going to shore that up 
I'm going to loop shore it up, baby. Um, Valencia, yeah, Valencia. Ba- the new guy, Bailey, sounds good. And then you've got Smallin, who's always in the team. So I, I can see it. If he sticks with the same four, they'll, they'll get a fair amount of team sheets because um, LVG rotated the back four. So yeah, I, I think that was kind of out of his hands, though, with, with injuries. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. If we do manage to keep a back five with De Gea, they, they will gel. But I don't know if he... I think Jones may be fit. I don't know if he's having quite a good pre-season so far. So he might start him well, with them. Phil Jones, he's rubbish. There you are. <laughs> My question, uh, Butland, he hasn't got a red flag next to him. Is he fit? <laughs> yes, he is, yeah. He has been playing in pre-season. Mm, always tempt, and he's only five million. So for me, mm, interesting. I'm taking a bit of a risk with with Foster, and I've gone for ja- Jaku Pavic for Hull, just because he's four million. He's not one which I'm going to start very often, but I know he's going to be playing because who's the other Hull keeper? McGregor. McGregor. Yeah, that's that's the guy. Right. yeah. He's he's out until January. So yeah, but mate, Hull haven't even got a manager. Yeah, true. They do look like the uh, the whipping boys of this season, actually. Uh, I was sick. You look in their you look in their uh, player list, and they've got red, 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 orange, red down nearly all of their players. And to be honest, they haven't actually got many players. I think they had nine or ten fit players. That's why partly why Bruce left because there was a big bust. I think with the chairman around it. Well, he's he's mainly a bench player for me at the moment, just because I wanted to spend more elsewhere. Actually, I did see a picture online. Was it? Is it Curtis who plays at the back? Yeah. yeah. He he, um, he posted a picture. I think there was like eight lads on a beach, and he says, "Whole squad for this season." It's a shame. It's a shame. injured. He's somebody I'd I'd potentially consider having as. Has, he's, my gone, squad. he's gone to Newcastle, mate, hasn't he? Is he Diarmi? Oh, is he? Oh. Yeah, he's gone. Oh yeah, join Newcastle. Be. And that's why Stuart was on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Great signing for Newcastle. Okay, so I think that pretty much covers goalkeeping options. So we we'll move on to defenders. Jim, who are we eyeing up defensively then? Like I said earlier, I think um, Luke Shaw. I think he's a bargain at 5.5. He started last season with a bang, didn't he? He was flying out the traps and assisting all over the place. And United did look good. Then he got injured and then you know, obviously he didn't play until the end of the season. But he's always going to be in my thinking because... Even when he was at Southampton, he looked quality then. Yeah, I like that. He started all four of Manchester United's pre-season, hasn't he? And like I said, last year LVG managed to keep 18 clean sheets. I'm sure under Mourinho they'll be able to do more. Um, I'll throw in a little gem here. I'll get in a West Ham player in quickly, and I'm sure that'll be a continued theme. I've stuck Byram in, the young lad that came to us last season. 4.5. 4.5 million yet yeah, and with Cresswell being injured and us scrabbling for defenders while we're sticking uh, Antonio at right back I think he's going to be a, a regular starter he's been starting in the pre-season as well and I don't think I can't see any other options for us um, mm. at left back so Cresswell's going to be out for a good few months I think at least so at 4.5 I Byram's my shout for a defensive option Nice What about you then Parker? I quite like the look of Everton potentially look at Saints last year really solid at the back I like the way that Koeman uses his wing backs so Coleman he had a really good season two years ago and I think he could be set for another good season so he's one of mine Daniels as well is not that expensive only 5 million for me how successful he was last year I think 
is a good option as well at five mil. What are you guys thinking around like the top play price players? Like Toby last year was so good, but six point five is very very steep. Yeah. I've kind of at that at that price, I've kind of ruled him out straight away. Really, oh, yeah, um, as well. I have got a six point five player in my current squad, and that's oh, yeah. Um, yeah Bellerin. That's the only Arsenal player I have. So you're not like, worried been getting rotated. Who would Bellerin rotate with, mate? It would be well Jenkins uh, or Debushi, but. Can't I, I can't see that. Yeah. No. Debussy uh, looking pretty good pre-season, though. But Arsenal's fixtures are really poor to start with. I mean, uh, did did, did that um, transfer rumour, it's gone quiet with Bellerin to uh, Barcelona? Or? Oh, no, that's not going to happen. There's no chance. Not going to happen, no? Okay. No, but I, I'm, I, obviously he's a decent player, but yeah, just looking at our fixtures to start with, we've got Liverpool first, then we've got the Champions Leicester. Then we've got Watford, which yeah, you know, probably our best fixture. Then Southampton. The first four are not easy. Obviously, after that we've got Hull, but maybe maybe one to to look at in the future. But now I wouldn't. I'm, I'm not considering him. In fact, I haven't got any Arsenal. Oh, yeah, I was, that's risky though, isn't it? I think I was reading um, earlier that Ramsey and Cazorla could um, boss spots and Ramsey in a more advanced role after his performance for Wales. He could be a dark horse. So at eight million, yeah. I think Ramsey could be potentially a decent um, player to be included. Or Oxlade, he scored two goals in pre-season. He did two it. Girls. Two two girls. Two yeah. girls. He got two girls for the two goals that he scored. Uh, he done very well. And um, I don't know. It happened last season though, didn't it? He had a great pre-season and was benched for the entire season practically. But with injuries to Sanchez, he might start the, the first couple of games potentially. So Ox could be a, a good shout. Uh, I thought we were still on defenders. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I've, yeah. Dri- I've drifted a bit there, haven't I? Over to yeah. the Arsenal theme. Well done, Brookie. So, rain me in, rain me in. Drifting <laughs> away. So defensive options, Brookie, as you've uh, put me in my place. Uh, pretty much echo what you guys are saying. Shaw was probably the first name on, in my squad. But looking, what look, agree with Lloydie at Everton, I think they're going to be a real force this season I watched last night some of Wayne Rooney's charity game United against Everton and they both put out really strong teams especially I know Jagielka's got he's got a flag next to his name so I'm not sure how long he's out for uh, we obviously saw who come in was it Funes Mora yeah yeah we saw some of his attacking returns last season I don't know if he will start the campaign off but I was looking at their full backs in Baines and Coleman both priced at 5.5 if if Coleman um, yeah if he gets that squad going I think they'll be hard to break down I know, I know United found them hard to break down it's a very stalemate game last night so yeah and obviously with Stones as well I know he's linked with uh, City so if he does make that move at 5 million that might be worth considering yeah definitely I was going to say Baines what about him yeah the thing with Baines since 2008 it is but there wasn't many set pieces in the game last night, so it was hard to see if he would mm. remain on free kicks. I know Dilafeu uh, had a f- couple of free kicks in previous games, so I don't think he'll be in amongst the set pieces as much. But I think Coleman, out of the two, I'd go Coleman. I think he gets a nod for me. Coffee with me already, Brookie. I'd like to see what you're doing there, mate. Well, great minds, mate. Do you know what I mean, there's a, there's a reason why we're top of the league, every, you know, year in. Yeah, brother. <laughs> well done, Moving boys. On. Right then, OK, so midfielding options then. Uh, Lloydie, who's uh, uh, who's securing a spot in the field? 
My first name, my T sheet was uh, there's no questions about it. For me, he's going to be the best player in the league. Even with a change of manager at the club, I think he's just going to become more solid. And that is the combative Lee Catamol. Um, <laughs> at 4.5 million, he's a real snip. He's going to consistently get me one, maybe two points, depending on how many yellow cards he gets. But they'll definitely. He'll be there 90 minutes, unless he gets sent off. Lloyd, are you yes. looking forward to the quiz this season? Uh, no, I'm hoping there's going to be no quiz. This season, I do the quiz as I lost, so I shouldn't have to benefit. Oh, being... this, this requires more discussion off air, doesn't it? Are you going to explain to our new listeners, James? Oh, yes, sorry. Uh, last year, we did a quiz, and Lloyd Parker, who won the FPL League, lost that quiz, so he was forced to... So there was zero skill involved. It was all a massive... Guessing game and conspiracy. <laughs> Some stats, mate. Yeah, just because you don't know your stats, but you know you fancy football. Stats clearly don't win titles. <laughs> Title, biggest loser and Catamol owner. Anyway, I lost and the forfeit was only Lee Catamol. And that's why he's the first name on my team sheet. <laughs> Lovely. Great midfielding option there from Parker. I'm sure nobody will uh, listen to that advice. Brookie? I would love it he banged a goal in the first game of the week. I'd be like, yes! <laughs> but the thing is, How will you be? You're, you're not going to start him, are you? No, he has to start oh, him, James. Start That's the rule. Oh, was it? I don't yeah, know. yeah he, I can't, he can't just bench him. He has to start him. Yeah, he's in my starting lineup for the whole of August, mate. <laughs> Bam. Lovely. Right, Brookie, give us a sensible option then. Okay, uh, looking at the fixtures, go probably four or six game weeks. Um, I'm looking at a Chelsea attacking player and I'm probably going to put Hazard in just purely obviously we can't go by form but new manager in place and there's uh, a little uncertainty under Diego Costa isn't he I don't know if he's unhappy if he's going to be there or not so I'm going to go with Hazard nice yeah I think he's um, going to be a regular starter or he's going to feature in a lot of FPL squads I'm not sure what his ownership is at the moment but he can't have uh, he can't have the performance that he did last season can he and he looked pretty decent in the Euros uh, and I will flashes, I, I will throw it out there I think actually he's 10 million and you've got Kevin De Bruyne I think he's at 10.5 yeah so and I've heard a little rumour he may not start the campaign oh did he who KDB yeah that's right so you've that's a possibility and I heard it somewhere the reason for that is just to mess feeding him burgers just just, just to get in your heads basically he's time for milk because he knows I've got KDB Here's, but here's don't but don't forget, guys. We do have a new dinner lady, don't we? Remember, I mentioned to you. Oh yeah. In the, um, in, the, in, the in the in the Chelsea cap. Yes. I, I, I can't name for legal reasons. I did actually message him a few days ago, and he gave me nothing. So, <laughs> so your so inside I, man in the Chelsea yes. uh, backroom staff has provided you with so zilch. Yeah, exactly. So I need to find a you know dig a little bit of doubt on him. So I can squeeze a bit of information from him. So Come maybe I maybe I can involve John Terry somehow. I'm not sure how, but I can make it work. Yeah. <laughs> <Good> <laughs> nice. Very strong. Um, what about you, Ice Man? Who's in your midfield? Yeah, the the man which Beard was actually saying is not going to start. Kevin De Bruyne, straight in my team. Watched him last year. He was injured for most of it, and he still got loads of points. City have got easy fixtures coming up. Sunderland at home he's a captain option and then they've got Stoke West Ham so you know pretty easy fixtures going forward Howie <laughs> I think he's going to link up well with I think he's going to play in the number 10 role that's what I have heard I don't know what Brookie's <laughs> rumour is and he's just trying to 
white. I mean, David Silver at nine million. He's a steal, mate. I don't actually know if he's going to start. Not with Nolito coming in, and then you've got the fifty pound, fifty million pound sterling. Silver might be benched. It'll be interesting. <laughs> Lovely. Well, I'm going to throw in a cheaper option. Um, a 6.5 million valued midfielder, Nathan Redmond, who's joined Saints. Um, is, he, is he six? Is he six? Oh, well, I've saved myself 0.5 million then if he is six million. I think he's six. Oh, that would be lovely. Well, the s- six to 6.5 million valued Nathan Redmond. Six, yeah. Oh, lovely. A lovely bargain at six million. Um, who scored a few goals in pre season already, scored uh, a couple in a 4 0 victory that Saints had during pre season, and by all accounts, looks pretty decent so I quite like the forward lineup that Saints will be sporting uh, Tadic had a good season last year uh, Rodriguez is back and obviously with Peller out uh, there'll be obviously starting positions hopefully for Charlie Austin and Shane Long and Long had a decent season towards the end last season as well so I think Saints might be a bit of a dark horse uh, next season yeah, so. I, I think I agree yeah. can, I, can I just say something I don't know what Lloyd thinks but they've been getting away with it for like so many seasons change of managers and stuff I think this could be the season they actually struggle really? yes I do I really do I think I they can't keep get, they can't keep getting away with it oh, no see I, I I don't think so mate not with the team sheet I mean, you got it England looks good on paper two, not, yeah, yeah I don't, it does I don't, on paper I don't agree with that oh, sorry I don't disagree with that but I don't know I just expect them to struggle I can't that would be my shock of the season I think Lloydie, as a Southampton fan, who would you put in your starting eleven for Southampton at the moment? Um, it's difficult because players have come back so late. But I think Charlie Austin's got to start, and I think you would have Tadic and Long either side of him. Ooh, I don't so start. Not putting Rodriguez in there. Yeah, I'd have I'd have Long and Rodriguez either side of him, with Tadic in just behind, as the C A M. See, yeah. by, just, by just having this conversation, doesn't it put you off? There's no dead sets. Yeah. Up front, yeah. I think it's all. They may they may be a wait and see job. I think. Yeah, I think I agree. And to be fair, the manager's got decent credentials, but it's a new league, and you never know of a new manager. It's a real risk. So I'm nervous about the season. We have got a decent team, but it doesn't stop anything. Like if the manager isn't quite used to the the league, it is a bit of a worry for me. Have you ever heard of this manager before? I hadn't, but then I was. I heard a French uh, reporter talking, and he said that they played his team last year played the best football in the whole league, better than PSG. Okay. So that kind of gave me a bit more confidence. But still, it is the French league, so it's a very different ball game. Did they win the league then? <laughs> no. Oh. But they oh, played right. the best football. Oh it's well, you'll get PSG. relegated, mate. But you'll play beautiful football. <laughs> well, okay, it's all over. <laughs> wow. I don't want to say they played beautiful football. Did you say West Ham? Uh, West they play in the air. The long ball. Uh, about West Ham, what are you thinking of Payet? Is he needs in the team? Oh. He's 9.5 million. It's expensive. He's expensive, mate, but he was incredible last season and incredible during the Euros. How, why is he going to suddenly stop being incredible? Is he going to burn out slightly? Oh, yes, I, I agree with that. Oh, rookie's clearly got him in his squad. <laughs> no, no, I have a West Ham player. I honestly don't think he's going to start the first game. No. I don't know. Well, Lanz- Lanzini's out, isn't he? Is he injured? Yeah, Lanzini's out. Yeah, Lanzini was going to play in the um, for Argentina, wasn't he? In the was it the Olympic team? But he got injured in training, so he's out. To be honest, if I was looking at a West Ham 
uh, player I would go with Faguli at the yeah. moment he scored tonight mm. he scored a couple in pre-season like Jim said he scored tonight in our European uh, fixture he's only 5.5 so he's, he's a good cheap one to put in yeah and I'd probably put him in over pay at the moment just until the season kicks off and sees what happens but then at home against Chelsea, I don't know. I'm not not looking optimistic with that, especially with the fact we have no strikers at the moment. Sacco's gone or going to West Brom. Uh, Valencia wants out, and Andy Carroll. Well, we know about Andy Carroll, so I don't know. I don't know. Payet can't can't be one player team, can he? And do it all. So I'm also concerned about West Ham at the Olympic Stadium. It's going to be very different than playing at Upton Park, which is a small ground, good atmosphere. I think of the Olympic Stadium, it's it's big, it's wide, it's open. It's, it's not going to have that same fear factor when you go there. Well, the new Emirates. Well, well, you say that, but our first match was held there this evening and we've won 3-0. So yeah, was it against? Really good team. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Have you never heard of N.K. Domzali? <laughs> no, I haven't. Well, you should make because they're all the rage from wherever they're from. <laughs> right, moving yeah. on rapidly then. That's uh, midfielders briefly covered. I'm sure there's a lot of other exciting options out there. Now, strikers. There's a, a few big names this season and with hefty price tags as well. So who wants to start us off and jump in quickly then with uh, mm. striking? Flat out. Done. Oh, everyone says Latan straight away. <laughs> no, Aguero couldn't. Oh, so, all right then. If you're going to blow your load on a striker, which one would you go for? The 13 million Aguero or the 11.5 Ibramovic? Proven Aguero. Yeah. It is a no-brainer and he's the highest. I'm sure there's no one higher than him. And it'll be easy if he does get that early injury or flop. It's easy to take out, isn't it? And you have more money to spend elsewhere, so... I can't believe nobody um, picked up on the fact that I just said about the Chelsea owner rather than the actual Manchester United <laughs> f- striker. Yeah, I did. I yeah, said it again. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I thought I'd highlight the error, seeing as none of you guys picked up on it. <laughs> so Ibramovic, then. <laughs> he's, he's had a great pre-season, and he <laughs> looking good. Brookie, you, you have you got Ibramovic or have you got Aguero? I've got Aguero, mate. No, you it's it's too risky. It's too risky not to have him, isn't it? I've got both. <laughs> I genuinely do, mate. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah, his team's terrible, but he's got a good strike force. I just think they're both too good not to be included, especially with their opening fixtures as well. So yeah, not think about Rooney then. I, I think he'll remain on penalties, and he's obviously nine point five. That's two million cheaper. No, he's, he's nine mil. He's nine million, mate. He was somebody that I was considering actually. Well, there you a go. Feeder. What's point five mil? Exactly. But then over Rooney, I think I'd have Martial. He's down as a midfielder, isn't he, this season? So. Yeah. I tell you, who did look good, I think, the other day as well was uh, Origi for Liverpool. Liverpool. Yes, yeah, he Liverpool yeah. look decent. Their midfield is strong, but again, mm. with the strength comes a lot of rotation risk. That's, that's yeah. what I was going to say. So Klopp loves rotation. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, how's how are they going to line up? You know, bringing in Manny, Wijnaldum, obviously Coutinho, Firmino. It's a minefield, isn't it? It's it's it's, it's going to be hard to get that one right. So I know what. have got Coutinho at the moment, but I'm very much considering taking him out. He's a name that I've got down as well, mate. <laughs> Believe it or not. 
It is risky though because they've just got so many. Who are they going to start? And also, who's going to score all the fancy football points which you need? <clears throat> this is more the reason, isn't it, to play an early wild card? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I did that last uh, season. Be... I've I've been bitten. I'm not going to do that again. No, mate. For me, I keep my team and then wait until the transfer window closes and then play the wild cards in that international week after the transfer window closes. Because by then you've had three or four weeks. You've had a look. You haven't lost too much ground, and there's no more transfers that can come out of nowhere and and kind of sneak up on you. So for me, if you can hold out until the end of the month when the transfer window closes, international break, things are settled down a bit, and then you can see like last year you had to have Mars and Vardy and everyone had him yeah. I don't know they didn't start off with him oh wow big hitter well anyway back back to strikers I'm surprised nobody's jumped in yet with uh, mentioning Andre he's the the main 6.5 guy but there are quite a few 6.5 million strikers mm. at the moment but Andre oh, Gray he, he does look, he got 23 last season and he does look good pre-season I think he scored 8 so far so um, Andre Gray is in my team at the moment but Burnley don't look too good they haven't bought many I think they need to recruit some sort of midfielder like provider it's so uh, striking options this season is just ridiculously difficult I mean looking at the list Vardy you've got that shot up to 10 million Kane that's 11 million you've got Sturridge that's 10 million he scored a hat-trick in pre-season if he stays fit awesome Giroud I know <laughs> I know we all take the piss out of him but he can he can score goals can't he prove that in the Euros but he hasn't well. even come up in pre-season yet no I don't think he'll start first game either no no he's, they were saying that Sanchez is going to start up front ooh ooh is that a Lacazette deal is that developed anymore either of course it hasn't, mate. It's Arsenal. Awesome. <laughs> Anything, mate. We've got, we've got Shaka. That's it. Wenger's going up to like 0.5 million. You've got uh, Danny Welbeck up front, who's got no legs. But apart from that, I will say as well. Obviously, I mentioned Chelsea's fixtures. It, I think Costas are still at 9.5 if he plays. If he stays as well, yeah. I know, but if he does, I think it's a steal. Really, is it? It's worth the gamble. Yeah. Not their new uh, Belgian boy. The other one for me is uh, Musa at Leicester. Do you see his goals against Barcelona? Yeah, it was nice, wasn't it? Yeah. I saw one of them. Matt. Oh, oh, yes. Him and Vardy up front, that is some partnership. All the pace. Isn't that like the same player? So maybe they need an Okazaki in there. Yeah. But although he's been rumoured to, to go as well, so it'll be interesting to see. But I think goes. like uh, Dini at 7 million is cheap as well. One hit wonder for me, I reckon. There's a few at well, seven million. He's, he's on pen. You've yeah. got Origi, who Lloyd mentions. Also, Iniacho yeah. is worth mm. mentioning at City. I, I, I'd like to ask you previously, like, like what formation Pep goes for. But if he starts alongside Aguero, there could be goals there. I don't think he will. I think he's going to play one up front. I mean, even if he gets a half an hour appearance, mm. he, he could still easily brace, couldn't he? He did it last season, didn't he? The problem is you've got good options there at 6.5. You've got Negredo, proven Premier League goal scorer. You've got Long, you've got Berahino, and if he gets a move as well. You've got Gray, you've got Wilson, who starts the season fit. I can't believe you haven't mentioned Carroll at 6.5, was he? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the donkey. No. I think I'm more likely to uh, mention Nugent, mate, I think. I don't know, because Carroll's got, you know, West Ham are a decent team. We haven't piled even this... Faguli, you've got a decent midfield behind him. But they have lost, which you mentioned, Cresswell, which 
I can't remember how many crosses he delivered last season, but I know it was a lot. So losing that source of, assess me, pay cross, I think. He's another one the that other... could suddenly spark up and you'll get him in at a later date, but he's yeah. not going to start in my team, especially against Chelsea as well. The other one for me, interesting, is Jordan Rhodes. He's been so successful in the Championship at Middlesbrough. Will he start? I don't know. I don't know who, don't know who Middlesbrough going to start with up front. Is, um... I, I, I've just seen Stoke are playing Middlesbrough but it's Bojan is he named as a midfielder this season yeah he's been changed to midfielder and I know he's 6 million so same as Marshall so it feels like a trap doesn't it yeah <laughs> it's a trap I think this has just confirmed that I haven't got a clue who's on my team <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's difficult isn't it oh, I'll tell you another little gem as well um, is Jordan Ibe going to Bournemouth 5.5 million yeah backtracking Great. to midfielders but I think he'll be yeah. a regular starter won't he he could be decent how much did he 15 million oh, that's a bit expensive I think that really who have you got who would you put down as a 4.5 midfielder then who have you got in your team which is 4.5 4.5 yeah midfielder uh, oh mate yeah. I don't <laughs> think you'll get a, a better cheaper option than Jordan I but 5.5 yeah, see. Yeah, but Lloyd's got Lee Catamol, so. Oh, <laughs> that's, see, now I know where he's coming from. I know that's his cheap fifth now, midfielder. Yeah. Oh, yeah, compared to that, Ibe's crap. <laughs> <laughs> well, at 5.5, you've got Punchin, who's had good seasons previously. What, about two years ago? Oh, oh, yeah, two years ago, but same as Leighton Baines, mate, he could kick on again. Oh. Uh, Snodgrass as well. Um, the other one at City that I like, who looks good, is Zinchenko, the Ukrainian. Very decent little player. Who does he play for? See. Do you think he'll be Could a starter be. then? I honestly don't know, mate. That's a no then. Well, I, I know. I just, I just don't know because even Yaya's looking pretty uh, pretty on it this season. Oh, now I know you're fucking feeling shit. <laughs> no, man, <I'm> just, <laughs> Yaya's always like... Lloyd, Lloyd, you went too far, mate. You've gone too far. <laughs> mate, I'm telling you, he's looking trim. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be the only one then. <laughs> right, has anybody got anything, any, any other decent pearls of wisdom to share, or have we dried up? Dry as a bone. Like a desert. Duncan Watmore. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right, so that sums up a brief skim of the players available in the various positions. So hopefully I'll give you a few pointers to building your squads. Uh, we'll move over to Twitter now. I know there's been a lot of continued activity. I'll pass over to Jim to share some insights from our listeners. Yeah, we have had some interaction from Twitter. Uh, a lot of people wanted us to podcast, and we finally got around to it. Got one here from Pad Full. He loves, uh, loves the question, Pad. He's asking, with cheaper keepers this year, are any of the premium defenders worth the cash? So you guys have already said no, haven't you? But, Brookie, you've already got... Bellerin in your team do you reckon he's going to stay in your team uh, don't know out of, out of my 15 I've got he, he could make way if I need to make money elsewhere to upgrade someone else but I don't know if I, if I do own a 6.5 min defender I don't know it's tricky isn't it at least one of them will be a 4 million and I, then I you've got go on Oh, go on, mate. I was just going to say, I think there's a lot of value in the uh, 5.5 defenders with Shaw, yeah. 
with Baines, Coleman, even John Terry's in there. And even the five million defenders. Because if, if Stones goes to City and starts, he's going to be a bargain. Because I can't see anyone at City even being an option for defenders at the moment. Looking into City's team, I think Joe Hart is the only nailed on. Because you've got Sagner and Zabaleta right back. And then you've got probably Otamendi, who's six million. But do you really want to spend that much on a defender? Oh, I don't. Ooh. I tell you who will play centre back, mate. Fernandinho. Oh yeah, he's uh, he's been tipped to to go there, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. I tell you, I've just been... seen big shock a six million priced uh, defender for this season, Monreal. Yeah, he got loads of points last season, didn't he? Like that's that's the positions of last season. Bellerin one. <laughs> Old World 2 Koscielny What he came 4th overall Yeah that's the points Right next to Bloody it. hell Yeah so It's no surprise God Monorail Really getting up and down Lovely I think Well Something to look out for If Costa does go You know who they're bringing in Who's even cheaper than Costa Romelu Lukaku Do you honestly think It's worth Trying to squeeze Aguero and Ibra Into the same team Well I've done it So I'm Debating it now. <laughs> I don't know. You seriously weaken the rest of your team. I don't know. I wouldn't say the rest of my team's weak. Looking at it, I was. Well, you don't know what it is, so how can you say that? Because <laughs> I just know it must be. You spend nearly a quarter of your budget on two players. Yeah, if they flop, if both of them flop. Yeah, it's a, it's a big. It is a big risk, but I can't see them flopping. I mean, Aguero scored fifty goals in two seasons and scored over two hundred fantasy football points. With KDB supplying, I can't see that he's going to suddenly K- flop. KDB's going to be rested. According to yeah, the rested KDB. Well, I tell you what. For argument's sake, I'm going to share with with you my squad, and then we can put to bed this argument. There's no guarantee yeah. that it's going to stay like this, but this is the template team that I have in place at the moment, if you're interested. All right, then. So, okay, so a squad that can fit Aguero um, and Ibrahimovic in is I've got two 4.5 goalkeepers, Heaton and Valdez. Defenders I really have scraped. <laughs> I've got um, 4.5 McCauley, 4.5 Byram, uh, 5.5 Walker for Spurs. 4.5 target who's been starting and playing in the pre-season but I don't know whether he will he's never going to go as head of Bertrand he's also injured yeah so that, <laughs> that, that could be a replacement inbound um, yeah it does sound pretty strong at the moment this fucking 11 Christ who hasn't played a Premier League game yet I've got I've got another, oh, you're going to let me speak Lord Jesus <laughs> let me justify the decision so well there's there's a starting three there isn't there in Walker, McCoy, yeah, yeah. I've got five million then to spend on a defender, which at the moment is Gabriel for Arsenal because Mersak is injured. Um, they're moving into midfield. I've got Firmino, Hazard, Redmond, uh, Oxlade, and Jordan Ibe. And then up front, yeah, okay. And then I've got up front. I've got Gray with Aguero and Zlatan. So I don't think it's it's not massively weak. I've still got Hazard in there. I've got. Um, Firmino Liverpool look pretty decent um, and he's 8.5 so I've got I could chop and change him if I wanted to and then just a few cheaper options in Redmond and Oxlade who have had decent pre-seasons and Jordan Ibe who's a bit of a bit of a gamble I think you just your your defence and goalkeepers are pretty weak I'll be honest 
yeah, they're not the strongest, are they? But then the value reflects that. I'm I'm banking on them. you're banking on goals. I'm goals. banking on goals. Yeah, I'm banking on goals. Okay, moving on mm. to the next next question. <laughs> Thanks for your time. Well, that was quite good. <laughs> yeah, it was quite a decent team. Yeah, so shut up, <laughs> bitch. How important is it to look at the overall ownership of players for your game week one squad? And this is from uh, Mo Hazari. What do you reckon? No. Don't be a sheep. Don't be a sheep. But if, if, don't, you, yeah. if you don't select Aguero and he scores big, you're going to fall behind. Because he's most... He's a bit oh yeah, but he's he's a given. But you're not gonna you're not gonna structure your team on on by the most selected players, are you? Because within the millions of players that uh, people that play fantasy football, there's going to be some proper window lookers out there, aren't there? There's also never going to be. <laughs> there's also never going to be like one million people with the same team, are there? Like no matter what happens, even if you try and follow sheep, you'll always choose some players different from others. So. Yeah, you can follow the the trend of some things like Aguero, like even De Gea and goal. But yeah, you're not going to be a complete sheep. No, I don't think you need to look at it at all because it's not as if other people know something that you don't. Everyone's in the same boat. No one has a clue. It's easier to go for the odd expensive player like Aguero because it's hard if you don't have him to then free up enough money to be able to afford him. So there's the odd player. That I think you need to have in there, but apart from that, I think you just got to go on gut instincts and think actually who do I think is going to do well this year. Yeah, I, think I only use the yeah I only use the ownership when I'm looking for a, a cheap def- a four point five defender because what I want out of that player is ninety minutes week in week out. So that's the high ownership might reflect they're going to be in the team. So, yeah. but other than that, I, I ignore it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I do take it into into mind when if I've got a strike force which hasn't got the most owned player or they're in the top ten that I may fall behind because that's what happened last year and I'm making sure I don't do that this year. Uh, um, that was being stubborn than anything else. <laughs> I was being stubborn, yeah. Uh, okay, last question. Which are the two best 6.5 million strikers? Straight off the bat. Lloyd, what do you reckon? The two best... Wilson and Wilson and Gray. Wilson and Gray. Brookie? I agree. Gray and Wilson. Of course, of course you would. I'd throw in a... I'm showing a lot of love for Saints this evening, but I'd throw in a Rodriguez or a Long, I Ro- think. Rodriguez midfielder. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, he is, yeah. Uh, Long, then. Shane Long, I'd be tempted with him, I think. I'll go with Gray and Austin. I'm surprised a lot of people are not going for Austin, considering what he did at QPR. He didn't get the chance to do it at Southampton last year, and I do believe if he's going to start, he's going to score a load of goals this season. It's because his knees are gone, mate. He's got no knees. Yeah. I do actually also think the Gray, though, is a cheap cheap little uh, number. How has he he performed, though, since leaving City? Because he wasn't exactly prolific, was he, at, at City? Mate, he was decent at City and he'd been decent at Valencia, I think, as well. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Right, fantastic. Thanks, James. That's Twitter covered then. So, and the conclusion of our first pod for this season. And in the meantime, before the next episode, if you want to have any further advice from us, you can go to our website, which is www.fantasyfootballsurgery.com 
and I promise this season there will be some articles on there <laughs> written by myself and the other surgeons uh, you can follow us on Facebook as well by searching Fantasy Football Surgery also a Twitter at FF underscore Surgery and you can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes under Fantasy Football Surgery and listen to your heart's content so we have, we have an email ffsurgerypodcast at yahoo.com if you want to send us an email no one does but if you want to please do yeah don't trouble us alright <laughs> email somewhere else um, so we'll record as often as we can guys um, this will be the last time I host as well hopefully but I'll be back next week so that should be an improvement and hopefully as each pod goes along we'll get better and better so thanks to all our panellists thank you Iceman cheers to you thank you Babyface slash Beard cheers to you and thank you Mr Big Time thanks Dewey Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy the rest of your day at work and don't forget to wipe. Good night. There we go. Yeah. That pretty much sums it up. Sound effects provided by my ass. And what about uh, the donations? You can have to say it again, Lloyd. What about the donations? The donations on uh, <laughs> Don't God. carry on that. Don't carry on that, Lloyd, to this season, please. Patreon. Patreon, no. There'll be no Patreon. <laughs> and don't look for us on Patreon because we don't want your money and we never expected anyone to ever pay, so. <laughs> Jim did. Jim wants money. Give the man money. But if you're listening and you think this is like a special needs project for vulnerable adults um, and you want to donate, then please forward on all your money. It'd be greatly appreciated. None of us have jobs. Um, we I've still got a microphone to pay for this by stake. Sorry, Lloyd. I've still got a microphone to pay for. Yeah, Lloyd paid a hundred odd pounds for a microphone, um, and so did uh, the Iceman. So, if you want to fund this um, and fund our jet-setting lifestyle, then um, yeah, if you've got millions to, to burn, then chuck some money our way. Right then, good night. You sort that out, Jim. There's a little edit in there for you, isn't there? Edit out as fast as you can. <laughs> <laughs> so many farts to edit out, it's ridiculous. Oh, you gotta leave them in. Just leave leave them in. Yeah. I'll, I'll see how they sound. Sometimes, um. I, I think you should make them louder. Yeah, I, I, I could do that, actually. I could make them louder. If it fits, mate. Yeah. Add a few ones in there as well. <laughs> the farty pod. Right, good night, guys. <laughs>